You're listening to Dynamo's Dozen. With your host, Ian the Dynamo Kelly. To Dynamo's Dozen, the podcast that I bring you each and every single week where I talk about whatever may be on my mind from pro wrestling, sports, entertainment, music, movies, muesli, fresh socks and jocks and everything in between, never forgetting the talc. And this is Dynamo's Dozen and Ian the Dynamo Kelly is flying solo today. Uh, thank you for being with me here on this lovely Wednesday the 13th. And uh, as I said, I will be bringing you two podcasts this week to make up for the lack of podcasts last week due to technical difficulties over in Amsterdam. And uh, like I say today, I will be talking about a couple of things. It won't be a particularly long podcast. Uh, I will have another podcast that will hit you tomorrow as well, um, where I will have friend of the show, former pro wrestler Joe DeBeef Deugnan, where we're actually going to go through the... Uh, I think it's the Forbes list of the top WWE uh, pro wrestlers of all time as per their list. Dissect it, go through it, and see, um, just see what what we think, the way we did with the WCW one. Because uh, a lot of people reached out and were very happy with the WCW uh, top 50 that we did a while back, which is in the archives of Dynamo's Dozen, which you can find on your favorite platforms, whether it be Apple Podcasts, whether it be... Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever it may be, um, if you are using the Anchor app, um, you can get exclusive content and you can get in touch directly with myself. We will be having some opportunities going forward, which I mentioned before, um, where we're going to have a couple of you guys on. Um, on the Irish Wrestling Forum, I had some good feedback um, from some uh, questions that we put out and what you would like to hear from the show, what content you would like me to uh, to put up, what topics we would uh, we would discuss and whatnot. So um, that will be happening very soon over the coming weeks. Um, so stay tuned for that. I must thank you all as well because the success of this show has just risen drastically in the last month. Um, we're averaging a couple of hundred uh, downloads um, every couple of episodes now as well. So we are flying at the moment and that is in, in no small part due to each and every one of you Beautiful guys and gals that have uh, supported me from day one and that uh, continue to support from now. If you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, you can go back, as I say, in the archives and check out all the other shows. Some great guests like Harley Race, uh, current WWE superstar Jeff Jarrett, um, heavy metal legend Phil Anselmo, just to name a few. Plenty of others in there, plenty of different topics um, that we discuss. Anything from pop culture to UFOs to... Uh, to music, to muesli, uh, fresh socks and jocks and everything in between, like I say. And I do never forget the talc, except on a couple of occasions, which I have been called out for. Thank you, Greg Kelly Flanagan. Um, but that won't happen going forward. 
and I am very, very thankful that you have all joined me here today. Like I say, it's not going to be a long uh, podcast, but there is a couple of things that I do want to discuss. Um, anything that I do discuss, please send me your feedback and let me know whether you disagree. Um, I don't care if you do, but I do care if you do as well. So a uh, bit of both. Um, so keep in touch. Um, critique, constructive criticism is always good. Um, criticism for the sake of it, I will call you out on, and I might even get you on the show and put you on blast. Um, so let's have some fun with this. But before I do get into it, um, one piece of news that came out last week, which was, you know, very tragic. Obviously, I mentioned on the show a couple of weeks ago was um, footballer Emiliano Sala. Um, you know, there's news coming out each and every day, and what actually happened. Um, in the incident, it's it's pretty tragic. It's it's very tragic. Only twenty eight years old, had just got his uh, big money move to Cardiff City from Nantes. Um, went over to take care of some some uh, some obviously take care of his his affairs and 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 uh, say goodbye to his teammates and whatnot. And on his way back on the one propeller plane, he didn't feel right about it, but took flight anyway. Um, and himself and the pilot uh, David Ibbotson um crashed down over the uh, over the English Channel um David Ibbotson the pilot uh, his body hasn't been found as of yet um but there has been a lot of um contributions from footballers to to business people to to celebrities that have contributed to try and uh, continue the search for his body so that they can give him uh, give his family basically some some closure and some some um some peace of mind, if if there can be any. But um, Emiliano Sala, I know um, the body is going to be, uh, I think it's going to be flown on Friday back to Argentina. Um, and obviously thoughts and uh, condolences go out um, to both families. It's a horrible, horrible thing. And um, rest in peace, Emiliano Sala and David Ibsen. Um I'm going to get straight into... The big thing, the big shiny new toy for a lot of people, um, which is AEW All Elite Wrestling. We've touched on it on a couple of the recent podcasts, but obviously this week um, the Double or Nothing pay-per-view, um, the tickets went on sale. Um, the the uh, the inaugural event um, under the actual AEW banner, not the not the All In banner, but the actual AEW, yeah, AEW banner. Um, it's going to take place in the MGM Grand Arena in Las Vegas on May the 25th in 2019. Huge arena, um, absolutely historic venue. Um, and I think after the success of the uh, the All In show back in September, um, it's just, it was always inevitable that it was going to sell out. I believe it sold out in five minutes. Um, but it was 20 minutes until I know the computers had a little bit of a uh, bit of a meltdown again. But in theory, all of their tickets were sold out and is sold out now. Um, so as as you all know, I'm not going to give you the history lesson on AEW because each and every one of you probably knows more about it than me at this stage. But I can give you a bit of background coming at it from, or give my opinion, should I say, coming at it from a different angle, um, from a fan's point of view and maybe from a wrestling knowledge point of view as well. Um, so we've got the elite there with Cody, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega, who's obviously signed up and had a really cool um, press conference there where him and Jericho got into it. 
Um, so that looks really good, and that's obviously uh, that match has been announced. Jericho Omega Part Two, so that should be really good. I mean, that's gonna sell itself. Um, so with uh, Tony Khan, actually, if you guys haven't heard it today, Chris Jericho on his podcast talk is Jericho. Um, actually done an interview with Tony Khan where they talk in detail. Um, about you know the plans that they have upcoming. They don't mention any TV deals, but I do know that um, there is a couple of big uh, television network deals in place. Um, so whichever one they go with is going to be huge um, for the company and for the wrestling business in general. But really good, uh, really good interview with, uh, with Tony Khan. I highly recommend it. If you haven't listened to it already, check it out. Not before you check out the rest of this show, however. But check it out, and then you can check out my show tomorrow then as well. Um, but like I say, Tony Khan um, speaks of his. He actually has a great uh, wrestling knowledge in terms of um, his history. He was a wrestling fan. Talks in depth about who his favorite wrestlers were, some of his matches, and I was pretty. Uh, I was pretty impressed with his with his knowledge uh, uh, and background on on um, on on wrestling past and present. So um, it's a really cool interview. So I should you should check it out. Um, so in terms of the event itself, um, as I said, it is going to take take place in Las Vegas in the MGM Grand Arena on May the 25th. Um, in terms of, you know, storylines and stuff like that, I think they're going to go with some kind of pre-existing storylines that have maybe been done from, um, you know, from Japan and from AAA and, and whatnot. And just stuff that people have kind of um, followed, even on um, Being the Elite, the video, the YouTube videos. Um, <clears throat> so I do know listening to Tony Khan, he says there's going to be a big emphasis on it being a sporting event again, and um, wins and losses will matter. So I think they're trying to bring a lot of the old school kind of mentality into it, along with the new school and the new kind of generation of, of, of the up and coming um, guys and girls that are going to be working with the company uh, and just the modern style, I guess, but but trying to bring in some of the old school believability um, and hype. So in in theory, um, Tony Khan is saying all the right things. Let's just hope it can be put into practice because we know, looking at uh, you know past failures of the likes of TNA and uh, you know other other wrestling companies that have tried to come up and um, their main priority being competing with Vince and WWE, it never works out that way. So um, they seem to have a good business plan at the moment. They seem to have a, a, an idea on what they want to do. They want to get the best talent available to them at the moment um which they do and uh they've got all the ingredients there to make uh to make it successful it's just a case of um, whether they mix it correctly or not um i'm rooting for it i'm rooting for it i'm, I'm excited by it i'm not gonna lie um i'm excited by it they've got a lot of stuff in the can from 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 previous as i say from previous um feuds and whatnot that have happened um in new japan and and i'm elsewhere so they can really kind of play on that for the first pay-per-view and then build on it from there um so it looked like hangman page uh is going to be wrestling with pack i know he's got an injury recently and that match has been announced but i'm not sure whether you know that injury will affect it going into may there's plenty of time but um so i guess we'll see i think it was a groin injury on, on almost both sides so um, any of you guys or girls out there that are familiar with groin injuries, it hurts like a bitch. So I would, uh, 
I would kind of keep my eyes peeled on that one. But <clears throat> in terms of time, still three months, I guess, three and a bit months to, to go before, um, before you know, they can make an actual decision on that. But in terms of the matches that are announced so far, we've got Hangman Page um, versus Pac, which you know has all the potential to be an absolute show stealer. Um, so Cal Uncensored, which is Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky, and Christopher Daniels, um, will face Chima and two others to be announced. Um, obviously, the big one that was announced with Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, and Dr. Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose versus Cody Ray. That's the female um, match that we've seen so far, which is a triple threat. And then we've got Cody against somebody to be announced. So, um, so far, that's five kind of matches. But um, as I say, it's got all the ingredients to uh, to be another cracking show, and to be uh, to be something that was I, I would imagine will be almost twice as successful as uh, All In was. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I suppose on that with with, uh, with 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 the talk of AEW and guys now in WWE having uh, leverage and um I guess the ability to negotiate possibly better deals for themselves or in fact go elsewhere um if you missed uh, raw um in between all the Becky Lynch and apology drama etc 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 um there was there was a segment uh, in which Seth Rollins uh, had a, a promo interrupted by Paul Heyman, and he stood his ground about taking the Universal Championship from Brock Lesnar at Mania. Blah 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 blah. But um, Dean Ambrose had a match scheduled with EC3, and he came out early while Seth was still in the ring. Now, he, the way I look at it is. <laughs> it, it, there's a lot of talk on the sheets and whatnot that uh, it, Ambrose went off script. He came out and said, "I've only got one thing to say: slay the beast." So this is all according to Dave Meltzer, etc. That he was supposed to say a lot more, but he just kind of, you know, half-assed it and whatnot. So there's a lot of talk um, that I'm not going to get into um, about Dean Ambrose um, apparently uh, leaving. But to be honest with you. I think Dean is probably just working a lot more people than uh, than they give him credit for, or else they just don't have any idea that he is, in fact, working. But um, in terms of potential on Ambrose leaving, it looks a real possibility. Um, a lot of people crying and moaning that, you know, oh, they're, they're going to use him terribly on the way out. Well, that's just the way it is, WWE. Um, you, do the, you do the favor on the way out. Um, you, you do what you're told, and that's pretty much the way it's always been. Um, so... I wouldn't be worrying about that. If Dean Ambrose is leaving, he knows what he's doing, and I doubt he really cares. But like I said, it's not something I know about or not something I'm going to speculate on. It is dirt sheets, and uh, I do not know enough to, to, to have an opinion on it. But all I will say is Dean Ambrose's promos in recent weeks have been pretty, pretty strong, um, especially the one with, with Triple H. Really, really enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, I mean, if Dean Ambrose goes to, to um, AEW... And has a little bit more creative control of what he wants to do. That's you know that's just another gain for AEW. Looking at um, actually looking at some guys that are kind of slated to, uh, um, I guess leave WWE in two thousand and nineteen. The usual names come up: Nakamura, 
um, Dolph Ziggler. I mean, Dolph Ziggler's always leaving. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, which I found very funny, but Brock is a money guy. It just depends on what he was offered. Um, the Hardy Boys again. I even heard this crazy rumor that it was The Undertaker was thinking of going. Um, and then AJ Styles as well. I think AJ Styles would probably be happy to stay in WWE if he could probably get a little bit, I, I guess, a, a lighter schedule. But um, I don't know. It is interesting. It does make for interesting uh, discussion. And uh, it is definitely something to kind of keep your eyes peeled on. Um, but I'm really, really looking forward uh, to seeing what what AEW can do. Getting off AEW, let's get on to WWE and the big pay-per-view this uh, this Sunday is obviously in the build-up again to WrestleMania. Um, so this Sunday from Houston, Texas in the Toyota Center, um, it's it's basically a, a Raw and SmackDown 205 pay-per-view. Obviously 205 will be the the uh, probably the prelim card, I'm not sure, um, but actually no, here we go, we have the cards right now. Um so it's not actually the the two of that's cool. I like it. So we've got Nia Jax and uh, Nia Jax, should I say, and Tamina versus the Riot Squad, um, versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville against the Elconics versus Bailey and Sasha Banks and Naomi and Carmella. So it is um, it's it, it's a, a tag team elimination chamber match for the inaugural. WWE Wingman Women's Tag Team Championship, um, which is pretty cool that they're bringing back because they've really got enough bodies on the on the roster now to 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 kind of go down that road, and I'm really interested to see because the women's division at the moment is absolutely red hot, with Becky Lynch obviously being probably the biggest uh, biggest wrestling star on the planet at the moment. There is absolutely no question about that. Um, we've got the Miz and Shane McMahon defending their titles against the Usos. Um, Daniel Bryan um, in, a, in in the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship, should I say first, Daniel Bryan, who is the champion, with his brand new, not-so-sparkly hemp belt. Um, I don't want to hear about hemp anymore. I was in Amsterdam last weekend. Good Lord, the smell of weed all over that city would actually make you sick. If you smoke weed, that's cool. I've got no problem with it. But someone who's just taken a break from alcohol and all that for a while, yeah, I tried a cake, didn't didn't do anything for me, put me asleep. Um, not really into the smoking myself, like I said, but if you are, that's cool. Just Amsterdam is not the city for me. If you smoke, it is the city for you. Um, so this is for the WWE Championship. I'm looking forward to that match, some good bodies in there. you got AJ, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston... <sighs> I don't know. Um, there's no chance of him winning it. Uh, I guess it was maybe just another, another body. Maybe you could uh, might have a different opinion on that, but um, it should be a good match. Then we move on to the uh, the cruiserweight championship singles match with Buddy Murphy and Akira Tazawa. Really looking forward to that match. Um, very impressed with Buddy Murphy. Uh, really like him, so I'm looking forward to that. Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. For the Raw Women's Championship, I think that's going to be a good match, to be honest with you. I think Ruby is pretty cool in, in terms of um, able to handle it. You know, I think she's, she's really impressed me a lot um, over the last year. So I think she should be able to, um, 
get a get a good match out of Ronda. Um, I don't envision it lasting long because they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have Ronda going into Mania strong as fuck. So I yeah I don't predict a long match, but I think they'll keep it tight, um, keep it short, keep it simple. Have Ronda looking strong, um, but try not bury Ruby completely as well. Um, then we move on to the Intercontinental Championship, which is basically just a pre-match for uh, before they actually go to Mania uh, and wrestle for the belt. It's Bobby Lashley, who is the champion, with Leo Rush um, versus Finn Balor. So it is a handicap match. So you know it's going to be the payoff will be at Mania, where Finn will more than likely take the uh, take the title from Bobby Lashley, and uh, Finn will will finally have a belt again in WWE, and they might. Actually, think of doing something with the guy, um, considering he is over. Yes, Mr. Russo, and yes, Mr. Meltzer, he is over. Um, and then the uh, we move on to Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. Um, the, l- the less I say about this match, probably the better. I've no real interest in either guy. Um, Baron Corbin's still wearing a shirt, and... Uh, yeah, doesn't really make much sense to me. Maybe it makes sense to you, I don't know. But no real interest in the match. Not a big fan of either guy. Um, but, like I say, that match will be what it will be. Um, so, all in all, I think it's a fairly strong-looking pay-per-view. Um, Raw and SmackDown this week were pretty good. Um, if you want to check out the shenanigans with, uh, with Becky Lynch and the, uh, I guess... The authority again now that Becky Lynch has been taken out of the um, the main event at WrestleMania, wink wink nudge nudge, um, and been replaced with Charlotte, who is the darling of the uh, the darling girl of the WWE. That's their girl, but um, Vince McMahon obviously coming out and uh, telling Becky that she's uh, you know her attitude has cost her and whatnot, and she is uh, now out of the main event. So it looks like that match going into. Uh, WrestleMania will more than likely now be a triple threat match, which I think sucks personally because I think Becky versus Ronda sells itself. You have the two girls not put a hand on each other um, up until then. Maybe a couple of you know little bits and bobs where they kind of get into the odd scuffle in the ring is fine, but in terms of no matches on Raw, nothing like that, um, and really just sell it the way almost the way Warrior and Hogan did back for WrestleMania six, where there was just almost hints of them getting into altercations, but the, the match sells itself, um, and making it a triple threat, it's just another reason to, uh, I suppose, give some limelight to Charlotte, because they still have this thing in their head that Charlotte is the is number one, but it's almost like now becoming a female um, instance of um, going against the fans, much like they did with Roman Reigns. All it does is infuriate fans, but like I said, it is a... Uh, it is just someone who uh, will do what they want to do, and Vince has the final say, so he's always going to go with it. Is he out of touch? I don't know. You tell me. Um, is there too many cooks in the kitchen? I don't know. You tell me. Um, and maybe that's a discussion we can have um, further down the line as um, the, the the closer we get to, to, to WrestleMania. As it all unfolds, we'll be able to kind of tell a little bit more exactly what is going on. Um, and Things will become a lot clearer as to how they are booking it. Um, oh, beautiful. 
if none of you have tried it yet, try Carabelle Green Apple Energy Drink. Absolutely beautiful. I've got onto it recently. It's really nice. It's like apple drops in liquid form. So check that shit out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be, I suppose, like I say, I hope with the momentum that Becky has now, that they don't fuck it up the way they did with Daniel Bryan, because Daniel Bryan was red hot a few years back um, when he won the title um, against... Uh, he beat Triple H and then he went into the main event with with uh, Batista and I think it was Randy Orton. Someone could correct me if I'm wrong. And one went over, got his moment in the spotlight, and then over the next few weeks they put him in ridiculous segments with uh, Brie Bella and um, Kane, and it just literally took took a lot away from his moment. It's the same when they did it with Triple H with Jericho back when Jericho was the undisputed champion. Sometimes they just absolutely make a mockery. So, yeah, that's all from Dynamo's Dozen this week. As I said, short and sweet podcast. Gave me my opinion on a few things there. Tomorrow we'll have a longer episode for you when I'm joined by Joe to Beat Deignan, uh, where we will talk about uh, WWE Top 50 of all time and we will give our opinions and thoughts on whether we agree, disagree, or just don't even care. So, Until then, thank you for listening. Dynamo over and out. Hey, if you're like me and you're a fan of your wrestling merch and your MMA merch and your boxing merch, there's only one place I go, and that is Wrestling Mania. That's right. Wrestling Mania is located at the top floor of Dublin St. Stephen's Green Shopping Centre. It's your one-stop shop for all your wrestling, MMA, and boxing needs. It's Ireland's only dedicated pro wrestling shop and carries all the latest wrestling, MMA, and boxing merch, including brands like WWE and UFC and Ring of Honor, and much, much more. And hey, if they don't have it in there, they can get it. If you don't see what you want, and you know something that you do want, well, the guys in the shop can get it in for you. And get this, if you can't make it into the shop, they'll send it to you. That's right, they will actually deliver it to your house. So... If you want your wrestling, MMA, or boxing hookup, go to Wrestling Mania, located once again at the top floor of Dublin St. Stephen's Green Shopping Centre. Go check them out on Facebook. So it's Wrestling Mania on Facebook. You'll be able to drop them a mail. Very responsive, very appreciative, and also very welcoming and accommodating. Wrestling Mania for all your wrestling, MMA, and boxing needs. Go right now.